Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. We're your home for Wildcats, Bulldogs, Warriors, and Coyotes. The place to go for the latest sports news on all your favorite local sports teams. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite snack or beverage, and enjoy. Now here's your host for your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk, Luke Olson, John Gudat, and Eric Sorensen. Well, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, welcome back to another episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk show. I am Eric Sorensen. Have a little tunes going, fellas. We're getting a little more advanced here, huh? That's right. I'm I'm enjoying the uh, the music, mixing it up a little bit, and that song kind of just that intro just kind of matches my attitude. That's absolutely correct. Uh, if you're wondering who that is, that is Austin Jenks. He's a guy that's local, not local. He's from the West Side, but he's Washington feller. Um, yeah, we got to use his music for our podcast. This is exciting. We're getting bigger. We're getting That's right. Exciting things, new man. Headphones too. We got some. Yeah, if you're watching on the stream, we got some new headphones going yeah, on. We're, we're we're pretty much uh, the big time now. We are there, close. And you know what? Um, I'm going to speak up for me and Luke because uh, we got so excited <coughs> about the music. Right. You introduce yourself as Eric Sorensen. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you guys hanging. I mean, Join it's all about John Goodat. John Goodat. And Luke Olson. Right. There you go. Sorry. Sorry, fellas. That's my fault. Sorry. Let me pat myself <laughs> on the back. <laughs> that's right. Well, we got episode... Are we on 14 now? 14. 14. Who's, who's number 14? Episode 14. That was on my to-do what list What jersey today. can we honor for episode 14? I'm going to pull it up here <coughs> on the a, old World Wide Web. As much as, you, you know, you like farming in the winter and there's not much going on i've been pretty busy this week so i forgot to do that i'm not gonna there's not there's not gonna be the organization today we're gonna wing it and just prove that we have skills and how this is gonna go <laughs> i love it i don't have a famous it's bobo brayton number jersey 14. number for number 14 would have to be okay. would it be auto graham yeah, Y A Tittle. <laughs> y A Tittle was a quarterback for the New York Giants, if I believe, in the fifties. Okay, maybe sixties as well. I got Dan, one for Dan you, Dan Fouts. Dan, Dan Fouts. Fouts. Okay, uh, Hall of Famer. The name Fields named after him, Bobo Brayton, the baseball. I am familiar last... with that yes. name. Yeah, uh, local guy Joe Schomer actually played for. Did he really, Bobo? Yeah, society news. So. Let's talk. There's some exciting things that are happening this weekend here in Ellensburg. Uh, I put a post out on the old uh, the old Facebook about what are you doing Saturday night or Sunday night, I guess it was. And it was, a, are you going to be watching the Seahawks game, watching the rodeo, or are you going to be at Santa Hoops Classic? I did all three. I'm not going to lie to you. You're yeah, gonna, but, on uh, Sunday? On Sunday, yeah. And the Zags played the Huskies as, as yes, well. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed that game, unfortunately. I couldn't pull off the four Strapping games. You were able to pull it all off, though. The three. The three. I made it happen. Thank you to DVR. Um, yeah. yeah. Got to watch my niece, Hadley Hansen play. They played in, I should know what age group bracket it is, but I don't off the corner top of my head. Um, they won the championship on their age bracket, which was great. We ran home. I was so pumped to get to watch the Seahawks. And then, bam, the Seahawks played. <laughs> that kind of ruined things that night. Uh, that, was, that was a little frustrating, wasn't that it? That was a... Uh... That was a frustrating game. Mm-hmm. I didn't even tweet. That's how mad I was. You were an angry kid that night. Yeah. 
It's a kid. You're an adult. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was terrible. That was, that was, that was hard to watch. I, I, we all kind of, I, I listened to last week's podcast. And I don't want to know if we predict the future, but we did say it's kind of a trap game coming up. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually okay with that. Cause I, I watched the uh, Zags pull one out of, uh, pull one out at, uh, what is that? Heck Ed. Right. Watch the Zags and Huskies play toggled over to, uh, Sunday night football got disappointed there, but then <laughs> we went back to uh, the NFR and watched a little NFR on Sunday. So Sunday was a packed, uh, packed day for sports. I did not see the Santa Hoops Classic. Right, though. that was cool. I saw some loyal listeners there. I got we got some looks around that there's some people that listen to the episode. Yeah, and I got to sit and watch the game with uh, local Josh Cox, who has a "Would you rather" question later on today. But um, yeah, it was just a fun. There's lots of local teams. I saw a lot of Cleveland Warrior jerseys running around. Some. A bunch of kid has coyotes and some bulldog ones. I know that the court over the older team was the an Ellensburg kid attest matchup and what would be the championship game. Uh, I think Ellensburg won that one. I'm not sure. Um, I left because I had to run home and watch the Seahawks disappoint me. So well, of course me. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit more rodeo later on. But it's kind of been fun. I don't know what we're going to do Sunday night uh, because <laughs> last time I checked, the rodeo ends on Saturday. Saturday night, it's going to be. Uh... Well, we got three more rounds to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're recording this on a Thursday night, Thursday yep. afternoon. So we got tonight, Friday, and then Saturday's final round, and then of course the big average paycheck. So uh, it's been fun to watch. We'll talk about it a little bit more mm-hmm. here in yeah. our McGregor uh, <coughs> section McGregor of the um, of the podcast. Absolutely. So, um, well, we but talk it's about, been a fun NFR. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, we do talk about McGregor Company. We got to talk about Fitter's Furniture, our other sponsor that sponsors the the whole podcast. And and I talked to Coach Amanda today, who's in the marketing department there. Yeah. And they still are doing the Nutcracker. Find a Nutcracker, get a gift certificate. So get yourself to Fitter's, find yourself some nice piece of furniture, and hopefully there's a Nutcracker nearby, and you That's get right. yourself free coffee. That's right. Uh, if you're listening to this within the next two hours, there is I think I believe tonight downtown Ellensburg is a uh, is it women's night and girls night girls out night out? Yes. And they, it sounds like they're running a special tonight at that for the girls night out. So I actually, my nine to five job there, I work downtown in Oldsburg. Mm-hmm. And so just leaving work home loan. Come, what's that? You work for Umqua? Umqua bank. Home I want to throw it out there. Right. I had to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was leaving work to come to big country studios, mm-hmm. uh, you can see the storefronts are, I mean, it's a fun time. My wife would actually be there tonight. Uh, had her husband, me, yeah. not gotten her sick with whatever plague that... Uh, I think I started it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got me sick last week. I got my entire family sick this week. Let's hope the plague stays on the south side of the desk. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm here on the north side by myself for you guys that That's aren't right. listening on the airs. Uh, you know, last week we said we were, we were battlers. We're fighters because we were having camera problems. We were having cold problems with Luke. That's right. And we're all fighting through. That's right. I'm going to have an airborne after you guys leave. That's right. <laughs> We're going to hope for the best. <laughs> but what else happened this weekend? You got, I mean, I guess we got, you know, we got the Seahawks, whatnot, the winter meetings are growing on in baseball. And it's kind of a fun time. Things are you ramping know, up again. I never really know how much stock to put in those winter meetings. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you understand the, the management of baseball better than I do, of course, country, but, mm-hmm. uh, um, I mean, what's been your take? All I know is I want another arm for the Mariners and I want another bat. But 
I think that's too generic. Everybody can say that. Right. Uh, the winter meetings will be fun. I'd like to go down to it sometime. I don't know if you guys ever watch it on the MLB Network, but they have the whole show. There's fans there and all the, there's a lot of famous people down there actually right now, it looks like. But well, that's interesting. You know, there's some rules that are coming out from there that I thought was interesting. I believe they passed that you can't, if you bring a reliever in the game, he has to face three batter, three batter minimum. Really? Yeah. You so can't, you can't just, just go, get one guy out. Nope. I would assume that is for pace of play. I would assume it's that too. To. Wow. And that was kind of some big happenings. It's always interesting. Big, yeah. yeah. I think it messes with the uh, the pace of play, but I like the strategy mm-hmm. of using just one pitcher in terms of, I mean, that's the coach really mm-hmm. using his players the way he best feels. But right. again, every time you bring in a reliever, that's at least five minutes of right switch. I am one that I could sit at Safeco Field. I'm sorry, T-Mobile Park all day. And I don't need them to rush it, but I understand they need to sell more tickets than just me. Yeah. So that's probably what the whole reason they're doing that. And I think the <laughs> biggest surprise and the biggest signing of, of winter meetings isn't a surprise. We all figured Garrett Coles was going to yeah to the Yankees, Yankees for a, a lot of money. Years. Gosh. How old is he? $324 million. Is he close to th- is he 30? I don't know. We're gonna have to ask the Google here while we're talking about this. I mean, but that's Strasburg, though. Yeah. I'd I'd take Strasburg over Garrett Coles. That's just my opinion. Mm. I believe we're going to talk it on the would you rather. Mm-hmm. Are we going to bring up, you mentioned Josh Cox, are we going to bring up the question that he had for us at a little bit later? Right. Okay. So 29 we'll years old and you're making 300, $324 million. I'm 31. Kind of, not making that. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just shy of that. Myself. Pretty close. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's too bad. I think we'll get there with one more sponsor. That's all we need. Yeah. All we need is probably him. He could, he could afford it. He'd be the one guy to talk about it. But uh, I know it's hard to say that with a, it's storming. I know the pass is getting a foot of snow today outside and and we will get into some winter hoops scores here soon. But uh, no, I'm excited to be sitting here recording again. I'm bummed that didn't, we didn't get it done earlier this week, but you know what? Life happens. You know what? You talk about the wintertime and wintertime basketball, but of course, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe (laughs) the college bowl game start. Saturday, oh, it's got to be coming be up soon. It's got to be coming up soon. That's right. Um, so your beloved Cougs going to the Cheese It Bowl, which mm-hmm. is a I'm not even trying to make a pun, but it's kind of a cheesy <laughs> bowl <laughs> name. You'd rather, uh, I wasn't even trying to make a pun, that's why I was pausing because I was like, What can I say that's not stupid? But there you go. But uh, a buddy of mine who is a diehard Coug fan, uh, just like yourself, mm-hmm. he said, Because I was like, Oh, you probably want to go to the Las Vegas Bowl, and he goes, No. I want to go farther south where the weather is it's better warmer. and um, the, just the uniqueness of going there rather than Vegas appealed to him more. So, um, yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting, uh, the whole matchup the Huskies have where Chris yes. Peterson's stepping down, facing his old team. I feel like yeah. that was kind of – they pushed that I mean, why wouldn't you if you're bit, Vegas? Yeah. yeah. You're selling so many more tickets just now? Yeah. Sorry, I, I found I, I saw the irony there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that matchup. I don't think. I mean, I don't think UW's going to lose that game. I think they're going to stomp <coughs> or Boise State. But you think so? I think so. But it's, again, it's Boise State, and they've made a living off of making things like that. But the person that made oh, that yeah. identity is who's no. coaching against them. But feet. you know. So here's here's the biggest thing that I want to know of that game mm-hmm. is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got nothing against Boise State, but I want the Huskies to win. But my biggest thing is, at what point of the game does Coach Pete 
figuratively and ceremoniously yeah. hand over the clipboard to Ooh, that'd uh be cool to uh the new coach jimmy yeah uh lake. jimmy lake, lake. Jimmy lake. Yeah. yeah um you know that would be a made for tv moment but you know yeah. that'd be a nice way to kind of go out kind of like pulling your starters from the last game on senior night mm-hmm. as a way to ceremoniously man i'm kind of reaching there but there you go that's how i thought or is it going to be when he has a trophy and he goes like this like he's holding it like simba from the lion king gives it to jimmy and he holds it i don't know it'll be kind of fun and then he just <laughs> rides off into the sunset that's right into his leadership role or whatever he's going to waiting for him to ride off on that's right i don't uh, yeah, the bowl game, the Cougs game, it's going to be interesting. Who knows how that's going to turn out, but uh, Leach signed an extension. He's there for a bit longer, and that's exciting. And mm-hmm. uh, We got the air raid versus the ground and pound, so it'll be an interesting matchup. I unfortunately looked at plane tickets, and I cannot afford it. <laughs> it was right. very expensive to fly. I mean, it was going to be like $2,000 to get me, Paige, and, or Paige and Ellie Knight down there. Seriously? It was expensive. There was no bargain. <coughs> no bargain no shop way. in that time oh, of yeah. year. So what about... Uh... I mean, there's all the other bowl games, but then the top four, mm-hmm. OSU, LSU, Clemson, and Oklahoma. As far as I'm concerned, I guess who's Ohio State playing? They're Ohio playing State Oklahoma. is playing Clemson, Clemson, and number one LSU is playing Oklahoma. So I'm going yep. Oklahoma. Wait, say that again? LSU, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, LSU's going to win that game. Yep, and then Ohio State versus Clemson. Ohio State's going to lose. Really? You I think mean, Clemson's going to get them? I hope so. I don't like Ohio State one bit. But yes, you're right. Oh, I mean, look at the coach they have. He's, they've been there, done that. The guys returning have all done it. And uh, his name slipped my mind, which is odd because he's such a good coach. Are you talking about the Ohio State coach? No, the Clemson coach. Debo Sweeney. Sweeney. He's the man. I guess I, it'd be it'd be cool to play for that guy. Uh, yeah, he definitely – I don't know what he's like, obviously, face-to-face, but he seems to have a very um, – <coughs> I mean, he, yeah. he seems to be a very likable, genuine guy. Right. Do I know that? I don't know. But, Probably uh, is though. Yeah, majority of the time. Uh, no, but I think if those two play LSU Clemson national title game, that would be the most spirited game. And the fact that those two guys get their teams rolling, I think that'd be a lot of yeah. fun. So, Ohio State's pretty dang good though. They're tough. Yeah. I got nothing against Clemson, Ohio State, or Oklahoma, <laughs> but I'm just I'm kind of wanting LSU. Yeah. Um, they've always been, in my opinion, in the shadow of Alabama, and then even more recently Clemson. So, right. um. I'm going. I'm my pick is going to be LSU yeah. for for all the marbles. Yep. Who's your pick, Luke? Yeah, I'll probably go with LSU. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, I'll go LSU. But I could I could see an Oklahoma victory with their quarterback they got now and their D coordinator, Mister Finch. Right. But I'm going LSU all the way, man. Go yep. Tiger. And I don't say that often because I'm not a big SEC fan and I've never been an LSU fan really. But yeah, we'll see. I have another college football news. Bo Baldwin, Cal Poly. Hey, oh, yeah, right. we got to talk about Back that. Back in the FCS, yeah. or the FCS, correct? Yeah. 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 I was shocked to see that, to be honest with you. Cal, Cal offense coordinator for how long? A couple of years? Yeah, at least three, four. He years. was there for three years. Mm-hmm. They struggled last year. And I thought that, uh, I thought that, um, you know, he's such an offensive mind. Mm-hmm. Shoot, Eastern was scoring like 40, 50 points a game when he was at the helm there. Right. Um, such a decorated career for Eastern and the one year that he was our head coach here at central. I mean, we went to the national quarterfinals, had two upsets mm. uh, on our way to get there. And, and um, I'm, I, my hat's off to him. I'm glad I know he struggled in terms of the offense that the, the offensive output they had at Cal just 
wasn't <coughs> Bo Baldwin-esque, <coughs> right. but uh, Pac-12 is obviously different than Division Two and FCS, but yeah. maybe he's just one of those guys that will just rock it in FCS, and maybe that's, Where that's home sweet home for him. But he's going to be in Southern California, so the uh, amount of talent in Southern yeah. California. I don't see how he's not going to be successful there. And the guys that played for him here that recruited him, they're kind of my era. Right. They loved him. They said he was a player's coach. Man. Yep. Yeah. I know we were all kind of wondering, you know, if Mike Leach leaves, is he going to be the next Cougar coach? Well, that's I was kind of thinking. I'm wondering if you know if when Leach was there was you know a public comment about him flirting with yeah. Ole Miss and Arkansas. I was like, oh, Bo Baldwin's got to be on the short list mm-hmm. for Wazoo. I thought. I don't yeah. know. I was wondering that too. <clears throat> but, but yeah, look good for him. Hopefully, Cal Poly, Cal Poly. Little Mustangs, yeah, can get back in that thing. And uh, you know, I, I guess I kind of have a few teams I root for in that thing. We can have another thing to talk about in that the whole big sky is Central's going to play Montana the first game of the season there in Grizz Stadium. Yeah, that's gonna be early. It's an exciting trip for them. So I, Luke, I you know this is probably a shameless uh, plug for you, but <laughs> uh, you know on the Daily Record today, your story, you made a good point when you were quoting Dennis, one of our guests from yep. last month, or was it six weeks ago now? Yeah, the days like, are running together, right? but uh, in terms of the way Central funds mm-hmm. their program and and. Uh, I mean, I just thought it shed quite a bit of light on just the amount of expense that it's going to cost. And so um, that Montana game, while it's on the road, it's probably going to be one of the coolest environments for Central play. So make sure you're make sure you're on that road trip. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, I'm still here for sure. For sure. Going to be going to that. Yeah. yeah ESPN. Yeah. It's about to be covering it for ESPN. You never know. Yeah. What's that? It might be covering it from ESPN. You never know. Uh, make sure you get the early enough for kegs and eggs because that is a thing. It is. Although it is. Yeah. Kegs and eggs on frat row. And although they have fun interview, I heard if someone goes, what eggs? I I might just go to the game. I won't cover it. I'm just going to go. Oh, it's it's a fun place to go watch, get there early and enjoy all the, the fun banter and the, everybody going around. Let's remember in 2008, we were literally a missed field goal away or or no, they made the field goal as time expired to beat us. That's the one cool thing that uh, about Montana is those fans truly appreciate <laughs> football, and that's all they got. That's all they got. Yeah. That's their thing, man. And but they're the uh, coach Gage was the pitching coach at Central for a while, and he was the equipment manager for the football team when they were there that year. Mm-hmm. And he goes, the old guys in the front row are like, "Hey, Coach Gage, you sucked at Eastern Oregon and played baseball," and like knew his baseball stats from him. He would, like they knew the equipment manager stats. I mean, they're dedicated to their sports, and they know. It's such a confined and, and intimate stadium, and the fact that everybody's right on top of you, and they've done their research. And they said that when they got off the bus, that they, the guy had to escort him to the locker room. So he took him up and around through the Hall of Fame, <laughs> through all this other nice. Montana stuff, and then the locker room door was literally right where they got off the bus. <laughs> like, oh yeah, well here's the locker room, go back yeah. in. But he wanted to take you through there. Well, after that, and then you have to drive through kegs and eggs to get to the stadium. Apparently, Central goes out there and just lays it all on the field and almost beats them. And central leaves to a standing ovation. I mean, they do their wow. best. They're going to intimidate you. They're going to show their their pageantry of college football. But if you come there and you put it out, they're going to they sure appreciate it. And they'll, you'll leave to a standing ovation. So when you talk about doing their research and mm-hmm. making their um, heckling very specific, mm-hmm. that reminds me of a guy that I, re- I used to know, uh, or that I do know. When I did the PA announcing for uh, central football and central basketball games. There was a group of guys, a group of athletes, <laughs> led by our podcast leader, Mr. Eric Country Sorensen, 
and they had the roster and they had research. So they knew and they were never inappropriate. I just loved the fact I would be in awe. I'd be trying to pay attention to the game because I'm trying to call the game for the PA <laughs> announcing. But I would hear like comments about their hometowns and maybe their family members. And I'm like, wow. And nothing was ever inappropriate. I mean, <laughs> challenge, push the envelope. <laughs> well, but yeah. nothing was ever like this is when four letter words kind of thing yeah. and, and F bombs and stuff. And I, I was just so you did your research as well. You have to. You probably researched more on opposing uh teams rosters and you did maybe in business 101 but oh yeah um, that's for sure <laughs> it's a good time i do miss that about college is is uh just the the constant uh fun that came with heckling yeah so this appropriate heckling no yeah. social media really either right it was getting up there because i know that there was one guy that i don't know if i should say the story but we were going to take a cardboard cutout made of a guy's girlfriend have her sitting in the stands with us so but turns classy. out he didn't he never played so we didn't even spend the money on that but that's that's going that's, that's awesome intense that was back like i heard stories of like mike riley that i can't remember they're going to play uh maybe not it wasn't mike riley but it was someone that was played for the central wildcats and like this whole university would you know facebook used to be able to poke people on there oh i know who you're talking yeah. about and he um, had like thousands of people that poked him on facebook yeah um, things like that i i i've heard that story i'm not sure if it was the right name but i've heard that story i will okay i got one story about what you just brought up before we get into the scoreboard yes sir but we would do our research and we would have a program we would sit on when the visitors were warming up we'd sit on the visitor sideline and we would like you said we're appropriate but we'd chirp a little bit until one guy said something to us back and then we'd be like, okay, you're it. And then we'd go back to our stands. And so the guy that, that was our guy, and we just watched him the entire game and commented. Hounded him. Had let know how his hair was looking and make sure it stayed in place for him. Yeah. Well, we did it to Western Oregon, and I can't, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but he went off and he completely just dominated that night. And a friend of mine that played at Western Oregon, he said, man, why were you guys so, why were you on him so bad? I was like, well, he kept, I don't know, just what we Tripping do. back you know? at you. Yeah. The next year, his, that was his junior, next year we come back. We knew that he was coming. We made signs, and it was like oh, I wish his name might have been like Cody or something. We walked to the door, go Cody, are you here? And he's like, hey guys. <laughs> we we rooted for him that day. Like it was a lot much love on the other side. If they played back with us, we played a lot of fun with it. That's awesome. Uh, you don't see that as much lately, but maybe the Central Basketball program gets rolling. They're getting closer to getting back into it, and yeah, get those student and the baseball That's players right. there talking crap. So, well. Let's move on. We're going to go on to the scoreboard after a quick message from our sponsor, Fitters Furniture, there in 4th and Main. Stop in and say hi. Tell them that Kid S Valley Sports Talk sent you. And we'll be right back with this week's scoreboard. Fitterer's Furniture presents a poem for the season from Mr. Brad Fitterer. Thank you. It was the holiday season all through the store. The staff was real busy with customers and more. There were couches and tables and lamps all around with savings and prices the best in the town. But the reason I write this is simple, you see, to wish you the best from my staff and from me. Thanking all of their customers. Wait, I'm not done. And wishing all of you the best for the holiday season. I have more. Quality furniture since 1896. Hey, I spent a lot of time writing this. Fitterer's Furniture in Ellensburg. All right, we're back with our scoreboard segment. Uh, brought to you by Fitterer's Furniture. Guys, you're getting some more games going on. Preseason games are happening right now. Yes. You know, we, when we were off the air, mm-hmm. we were talking about jersey numbers. Yes. Let's let's talk about that for a second. I feel terrible because literally right behind you guys is a picture of Pete Rose sliding into home in the All-Star game. Mr. Baseball. He's number 14. He's number 14. <laughs> I should have known that. 
I, that's our unique thing. Uh, like our podcast number has to correspond with yeah. the jersey number, and then we forget one of the most famous 14s. Was he a Hall of Famer, though? Sorry, he's not a Hall of Famer, but he should yeah. be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Yes, he you is. know what? The whole gambling thing, honestly, <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Me either. He put didn't him in, put him in the Hall of Fame. He did not vote against his team. I'm, I'm sorry, my words aren't coming out right. He did not bet against his team ever. It was all for his team to win. I've given multiple speeches on this, and I think you are 100%. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. We'll just have a podcast, podcast episode about. You know what? That could so. be a uh, that could be a uh, a social media question as we go into spring oh. training. As we go into spring training, that'd be a good one. So, listeners, start thinking about your pencil opinion. that one in. We're gonna put that down. I'm gonna write that. Or just tell us now. anyway we were talking about the scoreboard i had right. to interrupt you to talk about the jersey <laughs> well um, and i can't believe we missed it. it's literally right there on the wall above muhammad ali after he knocked out somebody i can't was it frazier that is, sting like a butterfly uh, spring like sunny liston that's right i got yeah that's a good time well let's get them some scores we got some basketball games happening uh cleelan basketball what we got for them so you know the cleelan girls i'm pulling them up right here they're two and one uh, they just defeated uh, Riverside Christian a few days ago. Uh, lost to Chelan, uh, but also beat Patero. So they're two and one on the season. Uh, their next game, according to the World Wide Web, here is uh they take on Cascade here. Where we're recording this on a on a Thursday, so they take on Cascade uh, in about forty five minutes our time. Oh. Um, so of course that game won't be done before uh, we're mm-hmm. done. With this, uh, with the podcast recording, but uh, the uh, Cleveland Boys team, pardon me, let me pull them up here. How about Gary Frederick? Second season at Cleveland. That's right, Central Hall of Famer. That is a Central Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. We need him on here. That would be a great interview. So if you listen to this, Gary, which I'm assuming you are, (laughs) be ready. We're going to be calling you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, So we have. uh, the Cleveland boys, the Warrior boys, they uh, they're zero and two on the season. They've got losses to uh, Chelan by uh, that was by seven points, and then they lost to Pateros by three points. That was on the game, um, the game winner, actually. Oh, very close games. Yeah, uh, and that's Coach Terrell, yeah. right? Coach Eric Terrell. He, Terrell, that sounds, that sounds like familiar. Grace Terrell, who's <coughs> on the Cleveland yeah. girls team. So. There might be a little connection there, I'd assume. Yeah. yeah, there is. There is. So <laughs> that's what's um, going on over there in Cleelum. And uh, so the season is uh, early mm-hmm. or new, but uh, girls are trending in the right direction and boys need to get going. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, we'll talk about Ellensburg basketball. They've had a couple tough ones for the boys, but the girls are rolling right now. Um, I just, <clears throat> before you guys talk about Ellensburg basketball, but how tough is that league going to be? That's got to be incredibly tough. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think Grandview and Sela lost a lot, but uh, I think it's still going to be pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. But I think Ellensburg's, I think they're up top. I mean, yeah. I see them winning league and making it to state. I saw Zilla knocked off Sela this weekend, too. Yeah, I saw that, too. And yeah. did you see Freda knocked off Prosser in Prosser? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, the boys, I don't really. I, I mean, I think it's. Going into the season, I, I figured Prosser would be one of the top teams. With I think Hayden Hicks is the best player in the conference. Maybe Noah Pepper, he's really good too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Ellensburg boys are so. I mean, 
in the just the in the game the other night, the last minute, you know, five of the guys on the court didn't play, you know, didn't see much varsity time at all last season. And they're right there with uh I can't I, space oh Grandview. Mm-hmm. But uh I think that I think in a few years so I mean they got a lot of young guys, so I think the future is bright. All right. Yeah. That's good. And the girls' team's rolling right now. They they believe they're undefeated. Yeah, yeah. That's why Grandview and that's why I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. is the Grandview and Sela girls lost mm-hmm. some talent, but the Ellensburg girls brought yeah the whole team back. They're going to be rolling. I'm really sure, looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're going to be uh they're going to be a March team. I think the, mm-hmm. I think we'll see them in March. Yeah, we'll state, for sure. State championships. We'll be heading to Yakima in Sundom. Yep. <clears throat> All right, and Kittitas basketball the four and zero. Right, the girls are four and zero. I've been really, uh, it's been really exciting to see. You know, they've uh, was it three years ago they were they were over mm-hmm. the the year. Uh, two years ago, you know, they were building up and and uh, kind of were building again last year. And shoot, so far four and zero. They've won close ones. They've had blowouts. Um, and then on Tuesday, when they beat uh, Liberty <laughs> Christian at home. Um, wasn't much offense in the, in the, uh, first half. And then the Kittitas girls just poured it on in the second half. It was really cool to see. Cause I was a little bit concerned about the offensive, uh, output, but, um, defensively they seem to create a lot of problems. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and you know, not a ton of height on the team. Um, a lot of just overall good athletes. And so I just like to watch them play, you know, one thing, that I did notice, um, not on the boys team, but on the girls team this year, um, it's pretty thin on the roster, mm-hmm. but, uh, they're going to have, if I'm <coughs> correct, three eighth graders play three or four, yeah. uh, three or four, mm-hmm. uh, eighth graders play, um, uh, high school basketball, maybe not varsity, but, yeah. uh, there's probably maybe one, maybe two that will play. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll girls. save those names for later, but, yeah. uh, um, so that will be interesting to see. I mean, uh, but, and then on the boys, uh, you know, they started out and two, but, uh, Tuesday's game against, uh, Liberty Christian was night and day different versus mm-hmm. their first two games. So they got, they got the dub, uh, where they jumped out really quickly, um, and, and had a pretty, <coughs> I think it was a 15 point lead. If I remember mm-hmm. texting you guys and then, uh, <coughs> Liberty Christian made a heck of a run and what, what's that cliche? We bent, but we didn't break. And, Absolutely. Three point lead or, or three point win for for the boys, and so both boys and girls are back at home on Friday. Um, girls tip off at six, boys tip off at seven thirty, and they're taking on Tri Cities Prep. So that actually should be a pretty good test for both of them. That'll be exciting. Uh, good thing we got DVR. That's right. So yeah, DVR the rodeo. Yeah, we'll be DVRing the the rodeo and and uh, turning our phones off so no one can tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I had to turn off my phone the other night just so nobody would would tell me. But you know, if keeping with Kittitas, I know the Kittitas wrestling team has their first home meet on Wednesday okay. next week. Uh, that would be, or would that be the eighteenth? Right. So put that on your calendar as well. That's right. We got some wrestling news coming up here in the next couple of episodes, and and exciting times, man. A lot of fun right, right. right now. Uh, Central basketball. Let's talk a little bit about that. We were. Uh, I was there for the game against SPU on Thursday, and and the girls won, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, was, yep. I can't remember what the score was on that. They, they, yeah, I think they beat them pretty good. good. Win for yeah, us there. That yeah. was a great win for them. And then the boys, oh, that was a tough one against Seattle. Yep, 
Seattle Pacific. I know it made one Elvin DeConing happy. I caught him at Johnny's in Kittitas and said, yeah. that's too bad. And he says, well, it's not really. <laughs> yeah. He's a Seattle Pacific alumni basketball player. So, uh, but no, and then they, the St. Martin's game on, oh man, I actually had that up on, I texted you guys the picture, had the iPad going <laughs> with the game, the central game, and they lost yeah. to St. Martin. Said, oh, they had that game one too. That was too bad. And you were at the girls game that night. I was, yeah. I didn't make it to the boys, but I went to the girls and yeah, the girls had another pretty good, solid game. Second mm-hmm. time they held uh, an opponent under thirty percent. Wow, shooting, and that's, that's hard to lose. Cool. It's hard to lose. You can, I mean, you don't lose when your opponent, you know, you keep them under thirty percent. But uh, oh, yeah. unless you shoot worse, but uh, I was kind of surprised with the boys losing to the men losing to St. Martin's. Yeah, me too. I mean, St. Martin's is picked in the pre. I mean, preseason poll means nothing, but they have a brand new coach, whole new mm-hmm. lineup. And uh, even though they were the and they were on the road, so yeah, they were the league champs in the last year. Well, Seattle Pacific actually beat them, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, was, that was surprising. Did you go, Eric? No, I ended up staying home watching the rodeo. I watched it on the iPad that game in St. Martin's, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, that was too bad. I, I wish I could have went and saw that, but there was too much going on at home and needed to stay home and be dead. That's right, and I got to watch it on TV yeah. and uh. It looks like the boys play at home this Saturday against Linfield, I believe. Molmouth. Oh, I know. Mol- yeah. Multnomah? Yeah, them. Where are they from? That's uh, Oregon. Okay. Multnomah Falls. I'm assuming uh, uh, they're right in that neck of the woods. And then uh, I'm not sure where I saw it, but is that the team <coughs> that uh, is averaging like 100 points a game, but they're also averaging giving up yes. 110 yeah. or something? They're yeah. like the air raid of basketball. They are the air raid of basketball. That's a great analogy. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to say, how many fast breaks and dunks are we going to see? I mean, geez. I'm going to say the over under on that is going to be 15 dunks. Yeah. You know, cent- central basketball doesn't dunk that often. No. I'm really. Which I'm surprised. I got some Matt, dudes that can. Matt Poquette has only. That's the only guy I've seen. That did. guy's awesome. Yeah. His footwork. He's, he's so. He's. I'm so pumped. He's only a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. And uh looks like the boys are playing the early game on Saturday. From I'm going back and forth here in the 14th. They play at 5 p.m. against them. And then yeah, the 14th. Yeah. And so like the women play Cal State LA at 7.15 that night. Yeah. Which a pitch to the Wildcat Club between games, there's food and drinks upstairs. If you're a Wildcat Club or Alumni Association member, which get there at between because I went to halftime of the boys' game the other day and they're pretty much picked over. What kind of drinks? Oh, there's beer. Okay. <laughs> there's yeah. more beer. And then there's some. All of a sudden, Luke is going to join the Wildcat Club. going to be. Uh, and the articles will be a little bit less. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit uh, interesting language. Yeah. Yep. Short and sweet. We won. That's it. We I had win. beer. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also stuff for the kiddos there. There's yep. water and pop. But uh, it's fun to be sport central athletics. And do we ever talk about. We haven't talked about the central volleyball team. How'd they end up this year? Well, they made. Made the playoffs for the eighth, eighth straight year, but then they lost to. They played the number one team in the country, right, on their home court. So that undefeated sucks. number one at home. That's that's a tough uh, mix. And, and then Central, I guess, didn't have like two of their players. Two of them got hurt in practice. Oh, no, so it was a clean sweep. Dang it! But eighth straight year, they make the national tournament. So <laughs> that's, that's pretty that's dang something. impressive. Yeah, that's saying that Mario's got a heck of a yep. program going there. I would say that. Yep. Yeah. Well, get out and watch your local teams this week, and uh, heck, go watch the. You could 
catch this college game and a high school game, no matter what you're going to miss between central and local t- or high school teams playing here. And then DVR the rodeo. Absolutely. Speaking of rodeo, we will be right back. We're going to have a, another message. We have another sponsor for the rodeo segments, McGregor company. We got a fun ad for them. It's, it's very informative. If you're a farmer out there, listen to it and give them a call. And, and we'll be right back after this moment and this message with our rodeo segment to give our pre or middle NFR update. I'm Ian McGregor of the McGregor Company. There are so many decisions that are required to produce a successful crop, from selecting the right variety, rotation, nutrition, or crop protection, management is a full-time job. At the McGregor Company, we view our role as that of a partner. It's not about making a sale, it's about producing the best crop to help our customers succeed. What we earn here, we invest here, just as we have for more than 130 years. The McGregor Company, your partner for success. Well, we're back with our rodeo segment brought to you by McGregor Company. And John, where's where are we at with the rodeo down in Vegas right now? Well, I can tell you the rodeo is in Vegas and you and I are in Elmsburg. That's, That's the first problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I love big country studios and mm-hmm. Elmsburg is God's country. Right. But I kind of wish we were at the Thomas and Mac. Be a lot of fun to be there right now, especially supporting our local guys down there. That's right. Let's talk about that. Let's lead with the locals, right? Riley and Brady Minor, mm-hmm. team roping brothers extraordinaire. Uh, you know they uh, they had a bad, they had a controversial fifth round. Yeah, with that uh, with that late penalty an for that later. They on. had a they they had a bad seventh round with the no time, but mm-hmm. the sixth round they won. 4.0 second steer, four second steer. They won 26,231. Mm-hmm. Got to go to the buckle presentation, which is really, really cool, where you get up there, Have talk about family your families. And, and that's that's awesome. You know, I don't know if you've ever been there, but mm-hmm. it's really cool to watch. It's one of those, you know, if you're going to go to the, you know, you got to do the NFR at least once. You have to do it at least once at the, the buckle presentation as well. Right. So put it on your bucket list. When we try to convince our wives to go down there with us next year, mm-hmm. paid for by Kid to Test Valley Sports. Talk. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Let's get a spot, another sponsor. Get but they're might, yeah. Take the McGregor plane down there. The Minor Brothers have, uh, they, you know, they won money in the first, uh, first couple of rounds, you know, and uh, so, and they are third in the world standings going into tonight. Again, we're recording this on Thursday. Um, they are. <laughs> seventh correct me if i'm wrong in the average actually of course i could pull that up if i needed to but uh um but you know are they winning every single night no but nobody is right. um, they're winning money they're they're still going to be a little bit of a factor in the average and that's um that's pretty important and of course you know another noble name one of our guests sage yeah. kimsey that guy just seems to be he's not invincible and he's not perfect but I mean, the guy just seems to be almost next to unbeatable as, as close as you can be. So I think mathematically, Boudreau Campbell in second place, he's second in the world and second in the average. I think mathematically, he's 100 and uh, I think it's 113,000 out of first place, and there's 145 more thousand more to win. So technically, he has a chance, but. My guess is uh, my my bet tonight is uh, on Thursday here on the eighth round is Sage wraps it up. Yeah. Um, title number six in a row. I'd like to see that guy play another sport because he has to be so athletic with how he, balanced he is riding the bowl. He played basketball in mm-hmm. high school. 
Um, actually, there he posted a. Uh, he's pretty good on social media. <coughs> he posted a picture. Maybe it comes up every basketball season of him, like going for a jump ball. And and Sage is probably what five nine, five ten, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And he's going up against a guy that uh, looks like he's about yeah. <laughs> six five, six six. So <laughs> that's but, funny. Uh, um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, he's he's pretty athletic, mm-hmm. and you know, one of the one of the um, one of the things that I I like to watch is uh, just like the the guys that come out of nowhere or the guys that maybe surprise me. And so I'm not saying they came out of nowhere like they're not important or anything like that. But um, you know, uh, Tyler Waggyspack, who mm-hmm. two time world champion for in bulldogging or steel wrestling, and um, he's coming. I mean, he's leading the average. He's just out of the uh, out of the top spot in the in the world standings. And and uh, shoot, that guy is just momentum i mean he's yeah. got the wind and the sails and and uh been really liking wash that clayton biglow is just dominating in in uh bareback riding he's won three in a row he won on um monday tuesday and wednesday tonight's thursday who knows what he's going to do mm-hmm. um just you know barrel, barrel racing emily miller you know barrel <coughs> racing rookie in terms of nfr rookie and then she wins in the first five rounds you know wins two That's rounds amazing, and isn't it? Um, she hasn't won, made a check in, uh, in round six and seven, but, um, I mean, she's still, I think it's 0.07 out of the, uh, lead in the average behind Ivy Conrado Sabins. And so, um, but you know, you've been watching it as well. What's, uh, what, what have you been enjoying? Uh, man, I've been enjoying it. Actually, I, <laughs> I haven't ever really gotten into bull riding ever. I've always kind of watched it never been my thing, but I've enjoyed that this year. Uh, yeah. Boudreaux. I was kind of rooting for him. Of course, I'm you know, Sage Kimsey. He's fun to watch, but uh, that's been fun to watch. Uh, the Minor Brothers, of course, and the team roping been a great one. Uh, this is not it has to do with the actual rodeo, but something I've noticed, and there's been conversations throughout the Facebook world. How much better has Tough Hedeman gotten from day one? Okay, now? <laughs> I, he's 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 fun to listen to now. He's he's you know a lot of people are like, hey, bring back Donnie Gay. I mm-hmm. I, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I maybe you and I were looking at the. Yeah. I'm sure there's multiple threads and posts and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, he does seem to have a little bit of a better command. It's more comfortable. In uh, last night's round six than he did in in last Thursday's round one. And, yeah. and uh, um, shoot, hey, you know, and and I'd like to think that. You know, practice makes perfect. So hopefully, we're better in in uh, episode fourteen than we were in episode one, and and so maybe uh, Hedeman will be better in uh, round eight than he was in in uh, round one. Probably, yeah. Probably. Uh, no, it's been a lot of fun watching the last few nights, and my daughter's been using the excuse to stay up late at night because she wants to. Every time I can tell her to go to bed, no, the bulls, the bulls, <laughs> and uh, it's fun. I, I've been watching uh, Tough Cooper, and if you guys need not Tough Cooper, I'm sorry, uh, our guest. Tyson, Tyson Durfee. Tyson Durfee. If you guys need some good motivation, get on Instagram, follow him because daily there are messages from him yep. talking about that stuff. Yep. You know, he, and he had a, he had a difficult round on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. didn't win any money, but caught, it was a, uh, I think he was 14 or 17, um, second. So obviously not in the money, but, um, I believe he's second or third in the average. So, I mean, that average pays out 67 and change 67 grand. Mm-hmm. first place and then all the way down to eighth place which wins Jeez. like six and uh so obviously you want to be on the top of that but so even if you're not winning go round money you can still win you know a ton of money right yeah. well one thing i wanted to bring up with the rodeo before we leave this 
is uh, it was a another conversation in the feed truck where we solved the world's problems, like I mentioned before. But you know, the minor incident the other night that was controversial. What do you think they would ever? And I I totally am not for replay of the fact of like oh the, when the times are stopped, but stuff like that. Why can't there be a judge up in the booth that says no? They actually they had the steer turned and they were tight at this time. Not uh, you know, there's too much to open. I I'm a I, I think there's human error and I, you know, and I've, I've, I've talked with people. Um, well, you know, I'm trying to be uh, diplomatic here, <laughs> but so uh, both of the brothers, Riley and Brady, they were obviously upset with the decision, but they both also said one, it's a tough job. Two is they can understand the, um, what, what the judge was looking for. Okay. So, I mean, obviously you want to win mm-hmm. and obviously they had them tied. They were facing the ropes were tight and everything, but the judge didn't see it that way. And so, and, and they respected the decision. Did they agree with it? No, but they were like, you know, I get it. I understand what, what the judge was looking for. So, but to your answer, um, there, there's human error, but let's also remember nobody, it doesn't bother anybody when you benefit from human error too. Right. You know, so there's perks so, to both sides of things. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, if it, if it, uh, negatively affects somebody, somebody got a positive effect out of it. So, right. um, so I, I wouldn't, I don't want to see an extra judge or an extra replay one from a timeliness standpoint, but two is I just, you know, human error is part of life right? at, in all facets of life. So, and if you have replay, it opens up the wormhole of what we're watching in the NFL right now. Yeah. And there's way too much replay going on. Right. Right. Well, that wraps it up for this week. That's right. For this month, or, you know, we're, we'll come back next month, a once a month rodeo episode with McGregor company being our sponsor. And I think next month we're going to have a rodeo board member with us talking about the fun new things. Yeah. It's going to happen here. So with that, we'll take another quick break and be back with our last segment of would you rather, and we'll wrap things up. All right, fellas, let's wrap this thing up the right way with our opinion. With our opinion. <laughs> Everybody's got to know our opinion. <laughs> All right, we got, we've got we been doing this fun, uh, you know, would you rather. We've put it out on Facebook, and we got some good responses. I was pretty excited about hearing that we had some. Uh, can, we, can we talk about those responses yes. really quick? Trust me, the people who are interacting with us on social media, we talk about it. We really appreciate it, and yeah. I think that actually makes podcasts better because – we're talking about people, you know, we're talking about the same things that people like to talk about. So absolutely keep the chatter coming, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter as well. Keep the chatter going. Absolutely. We truly appreciate it. We love to know that you guys are listening. Your opinion matters. Please. It does. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Luke's kind of the salty one. So just talk to John. I'm just kidding. All right. So. Uh, let's see. The first one, we'll start off with this. Josh Cox, the guy we talked about earlier. That was yes, sir. Local guys. He uh, build your pitching staff, major league pitching staff, around Garrett Cole or Clayton Kershaw. Hmm. I'm going to start. Yep. Um, my response to Coach, because he is uh, Adeline, my daughter Adeline's uh, softball coach. Mm-hmm. Um, my response to coach was, "Would I would rather build my team around the core group of arms <laughs> that he has on his middle school softball teams?" Right. Uh, but to answer the question, and and no pressure, coach, but uh, we expect an undefeated season out of you. But uh, zero pressure. 
<laughs> but we, uh, I, I'm going to say Kershaw. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go with Cole. I like, yeah. I'm saying Kershaw because Cole's like the. Yeah, but age got, is a factor. Kershaw's yeah. he's not young. He's not good in the playoffs for some odd reason. That's a good I don't point. know if that's the excuse, but he's not good. See, I, Luke is throwing me and the Yankees know what we're talking about. Oh, geez. Let's just you, go with the motion. If he's a Yankees no fan, fact. he's a I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, hey, we have to. Tanner Swanson's with the Yankees. Now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Here you Roslin got Roslyn native. Roslyn native. Uh, yeah. Here you got something coming up on him potentially. Yeah. What are you going with? I'm going to. I don't know. I'm going to say Clayton Kershaw because he's still. He's loyal to his franchise. Yeah, he's starting to become a veteran. He looks like he has a work ethic. Yeah, and uh, Cole left when he got a big check. Do we blame him? No, that's a lot of money. But um, and I, I guess consistency. And I'm going to probably get some flack for this. I'd say, yeah, he's sucked in the playoffs, but Kershaw's had a little more consistency throughout the whole year, right? And every year where Cole has good years on his contract years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We just right. stirred the pot there by Absolutely. saying contractors. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Jeff Gay, would you rather watch your local hoops team run half-court offense or run and gun? Run and gun. Yeah, I think run and gun for me is more uh, it's exciting. fan-friendly. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember really what he, what he said specifically, but he actually made a good point for the half-court. Yeah. Um, and Jeff, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna not do it justice. So I won't say what you said, just um, so I won't try to stumble over what you said. But you. for what it's worth, you made a good argument. I, that was probably a great argument. Um, I'm gonna go run and gun, but can pull up and run an offense when needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's not a good would you rather because that's both, which yeah, I do most right. of the time. But okay, let's move down the list here. Let's go, uh, Chad Johnson. Uh, should the Cougs have enough depth recruiting? Or an offense, or should they concentrate defense, particularly DBs? With Mike Leach at the helm, they will always be offensively oriented. Mm-hmm. They need to put some more emphasis on the on defense. I agree, John. Yeah. When you're scoring, do we even need to bring up the UCLA game? And there I just did. When you're scoring 60 points and you still lose, <coughs> that's not good. So, um yeah. Yeah. Same Defense thing. is what they need to. Yeah, what about against UW though? What's that? Against UW, their offense is well stagnant. Thanks for pouring salt in the wound, Luke. I <laughs> appreciate lot, it, buddy. Appreciate so, you. I'm wearing a Cougars jacket. I great book. You guys should check out everybody. The system. It's about the behind the scenes. These guys have followed college programs for, um, like throughout a couple of years, and it has all the dirt and scoop and drama that one could ever want, and his comment about Leach is that he's going to score 70 points or 71 points while his, he's going to let the other guy score 70. And that's just how the air raid works. But I think he needs to go after some defensive guys because with how that offense works, you should be able to score. If you have a smart quarterback and a couple of good receivers that are quick and a good running back, three stars, <laughs> they don't have to be five-star running backs. They, they can prove that they can win with three-star running backs in that system. Go they, spend some money on the old uh, defense there and get a couple right. guys that can that's get right. All he needs is a guy that can get you two more stops a game. Yeah. We would have we won so many more games if you could have two more stops yeah. per game. Cole Canyon, Ellensburg AD. 
this kind of made me laugh a little bit how he worded this one. Would you rather ride a bull or wrestle an honorary steer? You have an experience with half of this. So <laughs> we'll come back to you. Luke, what would you rather do? Ride a, a wrestle a stealer? Uh, a steer, a steer. Do a, yeah, the bulldogging. Hmm. Steer wrestling, I guess. I'd probably ride a bull. Really? Yeah. Because hmm. I, I can't let John go his whole <laughs> life having that on me. And oh. I never did it. So what I just heard is Luke's riding in the... <laughs> I think I just heard that. I um, think I just heard that. Matt says, Webb, if hey. you're listening, we've got a bucket list bull rider right here. Oh, I need, a, I need a sponsor, though. So <laughs> Hey, we'll find something for you. Yeah. If we're going to see that, heck yeah. How about you? You've done one. You regret it? Well, <laughs> I don't know if I call myself a bull rider. I jokingly called myself a bull rider the other day mm-hmm. uh, in front of my two daughters, and I got the biggest eye rolls <laughs> in the world. But your experience, your experience. I'm rider. experienced of eating dirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say um, I would kind of like to be a steer wrestler. Um, you know, those are, you know, big, tough guys. Mm-hmm. That's an incredibly close knit group. I mean, I like watching them at NFR every night. It's just all just such (laughs) best friends, it seems like. Uh, Bull riding was, you know, that gets all the attention. Um, It's a a great event, gets some great attention, some incredible athletes. We're talking about Sage Kempsey. Um, Since I have failed twice as a bull rider because of that, um, I think I I would roll with the steer wrestle. I'm going to go steer wrestling because the after effects after you get bucked off freak me out. So, well... Well, what does that mean? What do you mean? Well, if the guy the bull turns around, has a pissed off attitude. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was it the right brother get, seeing him get thrown into the into the shoots last night? Stetson, man, he hurt. got he just got hit thrown hard. in there. Yeah, didn't, didn't he break I, his jaw? Like just not long. He ago, broke his either. jaw, and his first rodeo back was Ellensburg. Wow. I think we rodeo, got a rodeo fan here. I think so. You are one step away from trading that uh, ball cap yeah. for a nice. Uh, well, we're talking about Stetson, right? So a nice Stetson, Stetson hat. hat. Yeah. But, yeah, he hat. got thrown into the chutes. Yeah. You see uh, on the second night, Hunter Cure got trampled by the steer yeah. and his Hazer's oh, horse. Oh, no. I saw that. Oh, that had my goodness. Like, hey. So I guess, I guess that just disproved my point. <laughs> what yeah. I wanted you can get yeah. mangled in that. <laughs> yeah. but. Well, 14, episode 14 is a wrap, fellas. Thank you for joining us again. And, and check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And... and youtube we are on youtube now and if all goes well the camera should still be recording yeah <laughs> and the batteries haven't died on the second one because the first one just died so they can watch me cough instead of listening yes yeah i'm yeah. sorry we didn't have yeah. the if um, i'm working on getting it up we, we lost the footage of luke having to leave like five times during the interview last yeah week, but, uh yeah that was during the wazoo lineman yeah He's probably like, why is this guy coughing he, he in the leaving yeah but we're surviving we're gonna make it through another week and and we look forward to next week with you guys. And, and thank you to our sponsor. Go see Fitter's Furniture there on 4th and Main. Go stop in and see what they got. Get yourself a gift card and find a nutcracker. And thanks to McGregor Company. And we're going to leave you with a little Austin Jenks. A little right away. See if this works. And get a little empty. Thank there you guys go. for another week. We'll be talking to you soon. Take care. So please stand so small. If you circle the square, you've seen it all. There's no quick fix for a broken heart when everybody knows who you are. But I can help you start, just give me a call. If you want to ride away, baby, I'll ride with you.
It's a feeling it's you, baby. 